Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. Achieving my long-term goals is more about creating healthy habits and less about quick fixes. And that's why I love both intermittent fasting and daily harvest. Tim Spector, a gut health expert and founder of Zoe, and Dr. B, gastroenterologist and author of Fiber Fueled, recommend that you aim for at least 30 unique plant foods per week. Daily Harvest helps make it easy. One of my favorite options is the sweet potato and wild rice hash harvest bowl. With Daily Harvest, I'm getting tons of plant-based options built on organic fruits and vegetables that are easy to prep and free of weird ingredients such as fillers, seed oils, and added sugars. Create healthy habits that last with Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. Daily harvest.com slash is stories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of Delay Don't Deny, Living an Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than deny myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here, so let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 110 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Naveen Hetiarachu. I said it wrong. Naveen, say your last name for us. It's Hetiarachu. Thank you. Heti Arachi. I practiced before we started. So <laughs> Heti Arachi. Naveen Heti Arachi. Naveen lives in Washington, D.C., and he is the Director of Health and Wellness and Performance for the Washington Wizards NBA team. Welcome, Naveen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I am very impressed by you, your books, and your podcast. So I'm so excited to talk to you. 
Well, thank you. I'm glad you're here, and I'm sorry that I said your name wrong. After oh, practicing no, it, good. I nailed it before we started. But <laughs> <Very true. laughs> I'm just you're gonna good. say Naveen from now on because I got that one. All right, <laughs> wonderful. Well, I'm so glad to have you on. You also hinted to me that you love biohacking, which is something we can get into later because you know I'm fascinated by all things body, especially of course intermittent fasting, but. I like to start by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Great question. When was that? Maybe about five years ago that I kind of like, all right, you know what? This is a big tool. So being a biohacker, I'm always trying to optimize myself, but that's really been down to my players. Like what's successful, what, what works for me is easy for me to convince our players to do here. Fasting or the aura ring, the jewel light or whatever that I could believe in and I could truly resonate, it's easy to pass along the message. And I'm always constantly trying to optimize myself. So fasting is, you know, obviously you guys talk about on your podcast, the intermittent fasting podcast all the time, you and Melanie about the research. So I don't need to even talk about the research. There's, you know, tons and tons about how beneficial it is. And it just kind of really, I just clicked with it. You know, now it's my normal day. My average day is 18. So it's anywhere from 18 to 21 that I fast. A pure tempo fast with just black coffee. Awesome. For listeners who, who may not listen to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast, that's the one I co-host with Melanie Avalon. And she actually has a podcast called the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Do you listen to that one, Naveen? I have not, but while I was doing research for your podcast, I ran into that. So it's very interesting. I'm like, I'm kind of geeked out by both of you. Like, so <laughs> this whole day, I literally spent like, you know, learning about you, about your books, reading. And I'm like, you know what? This is somebody that I want to go and sit down and chat. Like, I resonate. Like, we could bounce, like, have a great friend conversation. Oh, definitely. I, I agree. I love to talk about things like this with people. So I'm glad to have you here to, to chat about. I want to talk about some of those great biohacking things. You mentioned the aura ring. Is that yep. is that what it is? I have yep. a friend who has one of those and she loves it. It's a ring that you, you wear and it attracts like all sorts of th- You have one, I guess. I do. I've been wearing it for two years now. I, I actually wear like a couple of things when I go to sleep. I wear the Wu Band aura ring. To be honest with you, Jin, like that it's an indication of my how my fasting is going. Like, you know, you guys always talk about raising the cortisol. Well, cortisol goes up. It's a stress response. How is the HRV? How is your breathing pattern? How is your resting heart rate? How long it took my resting heart rate to come back down? So those are markers that I look at constantly so I know how to, quote-unquote, manipulate my fasting, quote-unquote, manipulate my diet, my food habit. As, as you know, like you guys always talk about, that's no perfect diet for anybody. Right. It's like a thumbprint. Everybody has a unique diet system. I like whatever. You like whatever. I mean, I could hate vegan. I could like vegan. It's, it's all about my gut microbiome. Like even this morning, I did a gut microbiome test. So I'm constantly testing. It's like a car. I'm constantly taking my car into the, um, the garage putting the uh, plugs in and seeing what's the computer's working. Awesome. Yeah, I just did. We're recording this way in advance. So by the time this comes out, my interview with the guy from Inside Tracker will have already come out. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I wasn't planning to talk about it, but I interviewed someone, for, a scientist who works for Inside Tracker. Have you heard of them? Yep, absolutely heard of it. 100%. 
Well, I just went yesterday and had my blood work done. They're doing the full deal for me, yep. and I'm so excited That's to see. Awesome. And so, by the time this podcast comes out, I will already have been, you know, sharing about it on the podcast. But I don't have the results yet. But I'm really excited about that because, yeah, it's fascinating to know what's going on. And once you know what your biomarkers are you can know how to respond to them because we're not all the same. I actually have a bed that tracks things like that, a sleep number bed. Yeah, yeah. I love it. And it actually connects to the app. And so I can wake up in the morning and it shows me how I tossed and turned. And it actually measures my breathing rate and my heart rate as well. Yep, absolutely. You got to 100. You have to measure it. That's the only way we feel it's always at any cause one experiment. That's why it's just so hard to recommend a person a diet or recommend a person a workout. It's all based on that one individual. Exactly. And so like I've learned, for example, if I drink like one glass of dry farm wines, wine, or maybe two, one or two glasses of dry farm wine, wines, my heart rate stays low. I sleep well. But if I have three glasses or if I have a different kind of wine, even one glass, I I don't sleep well. My heart rate is up. I toss and turn, but I only know that because my bed shows me. <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. It's just so fascinating, like how many little things. Like to me, I wear a CGM to measure my glucose level because, again, Oh, I would love to do that. You have to. It's like... Well, a continuous glucose monitor is what Naveen is talking about. Yeah, I, I really just haven't bothered getting a prescription. I have to get a prescription to get one, but I haven't made the time to do that. So when you wear a continuous glucose monitor, it lets you know, like talk about it. Tell people why you would do that. To be honest with you, uh, this is probably going on close to a year now that I wear it. My glucose is perfect. Actually, if I look at it right now at this exact second, so it takes me this many seconds to check it, it's 90 and it just shows you a daily average. My daily average today is 86 uh, millimolars. So what it is is that it just shows you an instant reading of your glucose. Right. And so like, are you, you're in the fasted state right now? I am not in the fasted state. Okay. No. Okay. It actually right. shows you like one of my highest level of glucose is when I'm late to work, when I'm taking my shower. My glucose goes up to like 150. It's, it's nothing that I eat. So again, right. these are markers that we need to learn. So I should be in a good meditative state when I'm in the shower because if not, I'm causing a, a toxic system in my body. Right. And of course, that's when you're in the fasted state and it's, it's probably, it's right after you've woken up, right? No, it's actually, it could be even like seven o'clock game. I'm going to work at oh, four okay. o'clock. Yeah. Okay. It's just, it's just amazing because again, it's just that one N equals one subject experiment. Like everybody responds so differently, you know, even kind right. of tying all this back into like fasting. Everybody's like, Hey, I just got a, a text message from uh, one of our players wife and she goes, is fasting every day for a month bad because her friends are Muslim and you know it's the Ramadan month. You know, I told her like it's honestly you I cannot say good or bad, it's how your body responds. Yeah, that's a good point because you know, people are always asking what is the, you know, quote, best eating window, you know, and, and then people can assume, well, then a shorter eating window must always be, quote, better. And you know, that's not always true because your body could be overstressed. You know, maybe a one-hour eating window is great for one person, but if someone else tried to do that day after day, it would be way too much for their body. It would be too stressful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm all about paying attention to your dashboard. 
listen to it like are you constantly in like oh yeah i want to do this 24-hour fast but if you're constantly like in a jittery or depressed or you don't have the energy like then it's not working for you gotta find that magic number so that's kind of what i tell everybody what's your magic number you know are you eating because there's food around so like when we travel you know we got so much food everywhere me fasting is honestly helping me keep my this is how I've been vain since I was 20 years old, since I started the NBA, that fasting is one of the reasons that helps me to stay like that. If not, we got so much food. It's like, it's so hard not to eat when you get done at, at a game at, at 10 o'clock, you just ran around, excitement, then you get on a plane at 11, then you're about to come home at 4. Like, you want to get that bag of chips, but because you're fasting, you're kind of disciplined, that helps you, like, push that away. Yep, exactly. And then, you know, the flight will be even more pleasant because you're not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pleasant, healthy, like in every which way. Fasting is something just, to be honest with you, yeah, just it helps me mentally, physically, spiritually, just kind of like ties everything in. Like I call my, uh, my things like uh, I have four pillars of sleep, nutrition, mindfulness, and movement that easily connect dots to all four of my pillars. Okay, so they were sleep. Nutrition, Sleep, nutrition, mindfulness, mindfulness yeah. yep, and correct movement. You know, again, like, yeah, if somebody's doing CrossFit every day or somebody's doing 50-mile runs every day, that's not proper movement. So everything has to do correct movement. So that's how I put that correct movement. Oh, now that's important. So, you know, you've got a high-powered job. You know, you are director of health, wellness, and performance. Is, I mean, that's big. You're very, very important to that team. And so... The average person like me <laughs> or, so, you know, just a person who's trying to better their health, you know, we tend to get in as a society, especially, you know, here in America, if, you know, working out is good, then super duper working out hard, hard, hard every day must be better. Could you talk about that a little bit? I mean, um, 100%. So I see people are doing cardio, 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 or CrossFit, CrossFit, CrossFit. Right. I love CrossFit. Like when I go to different cities, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like last year alone, I did CrossFit in eight different countries. And pretty much every city that has an NBA team, I did CrossFit. So yes, I love it. At the same time, it's not my everyday. Like that's why you need to track. Like if you do CrossFit every day, you could probably see your heart rate's crashing, your HIV is crashing. Same thing that goes if you start running you know, 15, 20 miles every day. Same thing might happen if you're doing intermittent fasting 48 hours every time you do it. That's right. again a proper, that's a balance of everything. That's a, a good and a bad and a gray area. So you want to find out what's the perfect number, what's the perfect amount that's proper for you. And that's why you need to maybe do your um, CGM or check it with your aura, check it with your sleep score to see what you are doing from outside, externally, if it have any um, response internally. I love that because, you know, especially we hear people will sometimes say women should not do intermittent fasting because, you know, it's too much stress for our bodies. And of course, there are hundreds of thousands of, of women in my intermittent fasting communities who do great with it. But sometimes women can overfast and combine that with too much working out. And then that's when it becomes too much of stress for the body. Of course, that's true for men as well. You know, we don't want to overdo anything because just as fasting can be too much, so can the exercise. So that's really good to hear. So mindfulness, what do you do for mindfulness? A big fan of mindfulness. So as you could see, like 
previous years I did my my glucose and I don't even eat any fruit like my fruits might be like berries like I just barely eat it I went to the doctor and I'm like why is my glucose like this like A1C everything was like a little high it didn't make any sense then I'm like when I started wearing the um, glucose monitor I kind of like learned my glucose is high because of the demand of life it's nothing to do with the food that I eat it's about constantly working traveling like that's why so i put in the mindfulness pillar to automatically get my glucose level to 80 now it's like below it's literally 70 to 80 that's fabulous so how does how does the mindfulness connect to actually changing your blood glucose my, so mindfulness, what connects is such a great question. Like this is what I want to help people with. So mindfulness, like we talked about it when I'm in the shower, I know my glucose is going to go up to 130, 150. What I do, I go in through the nose, out through the mouth. I just try to stay present. I'm not worrying about how the traffic is going to be. I'm not worrying about the player that I got to treat. I'm not worrying about the game or the flight. I'm just, okay, showering in through the nose, out through the mouth. I just be, I'm present and I don't hear anything else. So I just kind of get inside this box and be in presence. So being in the moment. Okay. So that helps your body to relax instead of having that whole cortisol, stressful kind of stuff. Exactly. So you go from flight to flight to rest and digest like, oh, it's peaceful. It's relaxing. Now the body all of a sudden like, oh, I don't have to put my armor up. Um, so it's a huge thing. So now, you know, for the last six weeks, um, I just really make an effort every day, 30 minutes, silence meditation and night silence meditation and go outside, get grounding. So all these little things that gives us 90% of benefit. I love it. So by grounding, you're talking about being in contact with the earth? Yeah. I love that too. I'm barefoot all the time. I had a contractor come over this morning. We're, we're finishing up a bathroom remodel, which is really kind of hilarious because we did, we started it at the end of January and it's now the end of, I mean, it's, it's May. It's May already and the bathroom is still not remodeled because we've had problem after problem, but we were outside looking outside at the side of the house and I was walking around the yard barefoot. He's like, do you need shoes? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm going to be barefoot on the earth whenever I can. Explain Absolutely. about grounding a little bit because people who have never heard of it might think that sounds crazy, but I believe, I'm a big believer. Yep, absolutely. So grounding is our energy. We are connecting with the earth, with the earth. Our positive energy, our negative energy, connecting with the earth's positive energy. So that's the healing. That's the healing connection. I tell our our basketball players all the time. Look, you are really not touching the earth. You are on a flight, twenty thousand feet high. Then you put on a pair of shoes on a basketball court. Then you get into your car. You go home. You're inside the house, you never really touch it. So there's no connection. So we are kind of elevated. So in, in order to connect, in order to downregulate, we have to walk on the ground. We have to touch the Mother Earth. So it's, right. it's, it's about being connected with the Mother Earth. And again, you know, you guys are always talking about research in the in Intermittent Fasting Podcast. There's tons and tons of research about earthing and grounding. Yeah, I actually have a, have that book, the book that's called Earthing, I think is the name of it. And I read it years ago. But, you know, it's scientific. It might sound woo-woo to people who don't understand it. But think about the earth. I'm going to talk like an elementary science teacher for a minute. Think about the earth. You learned when you were in elementary school that the earth is a giant magnet, and that's why a compass works. And we all understand that the earth has an energy field. And we all understand that at our very 
cellular atomic level. We go down by beyond, you know, tinier than the cell to our atomic level. We're all just energy. So it makes sense that, you know, we're going to have an energetic connection with the earth, which has an energetic field. So it's science. It's why we feel so great when we walk on the beach. You know, we all feel that, the charge in the air. So anyway, fascinating. So yes, earthing is a great, great thing to do. Get out bare and be barefoot on the earth. Yeah. Then, you know, you always talk about, I know you said somewhere, um, dirty intermittent fasting, dirty IF. I call right. it like dirty diet. So, you know, people like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm vegan, but they don't eat organic. So that's a dirty diet. There are people like keto, but they are eating regular cheese and milks. Like, no, that's dirty food. So same thing with me. I'm, I'm very clean. No sugar, no grains, uh, 100% organic. And I have gone to a thing almost like a wildetarian diet, gaming meats. So I do oh. like animal nose to tail. Uh, I know you talked a little bit about Dr. Uh, Paul Saladino. Right. So it's kind of like just eating every single part of the animal, nose to tail, but I do gaming meat. So we do like duck, wild boar, rabbit, bison. So I try not to eat like stressed animal. Like you get in a stressed product. Yeah, so I get I it. I try not yeah. to eat a stressed animal. Yeah, I, that makes sense. And I actually, you know, if you go back and look at ancestral ways people ate, they really did use all the parts of the animal. And so I'm sure you've read the book, Deep Nutrition, Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. Dr. K. Shanahan is <laughs> Shanahan? It's one of my best yeah. friends. Like, uh-huh. I love her. It's amazing. It's such a great... Oh, so you're friends with her? Yeah. So speaking love about, it. like, speaking about, you know, we kind of <laughs> talked about... Actually, I meant to tell you this on the podcast. You know, we talked about there's no such a perfect diet for everybody. She, like, goes into, like, twin studies. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. what one twin ate and the, what, uh, the other twin ate, like, how it just had a huge effort in their microbiome. And... You know, I heard somewhere you mentioned one of your podcasts, like cocaine, right? Like right. that food is like a cocaine is so addictive. And then they compare those two twins, one with like, quote unquote, giving the bad food and how their mom was a cocaine addict. And this kid really got into cocaine. Right. You know, so it's just like crazy. I actually talked about this in, in my new book, Fast Feast Repeat, which is out by now by the time the podcast comes out. But as the day that we're recording, it's still not out. But in my in my new book, I talked about twins and how Dr. Tim Spector, he is director of the British Gut Project. He's also done some work with twins, which is fascinating. And talking about, you know, how much of this related to your gut and how much is your genetics. So he's he's found, you know, a good bit of it is genetics, but most of it is your gut. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, like I was telling you, I just did a gut test this morning. I just want to see, like, I do biome tests all the time. It's hundred. It's like DNA and the RNA. Like, we could kind of all write in our, our RNA, you know what I mean? So that's, hey, by the way, very impressive. You write so many books, though. I, I can't wait to look at this uh, fast piece uh, repeat. <laughs> fast repeat. I'm so proud of yeah, it because that's impressive. I really dug in deep and, you know, all the years of experience I have with intermittent fasting and the questions people ask and just trying to teach people to, you know, trust your body and tweak and there is no one size fits all way to do it. That's just the key, you know, that's out there, you know, because I eat a lot of grain. You probably know that about me. Yeah. I mill my own wheat, make my own bread, and I I do great with it. But I understand a lot of people don't. That's another reason I'm interested in continuous glucose monitors. You know, ever since I saw that video, uh, what was his name? Dr. Aaron Segal 
talking about, you know, what is the best diet for humans. Did you see his TED Talk? I have not. I have not. Okay, you got to look this up. Write this down. Dr. Aaron, it's E-R-A-N, Seagal, S-E-G-A-L. And you can find it on YouTube. It's I think it's called What is the Best Diet for Humans or something like that. And it's fascinating. And it's the research. I think he is from... Israel and the research they're doing about how they put people with the continuous glucose monitoring and and gave them different foods and everyone had a personalized glucose response. Yeah. You know, instead of, you know, the whole glycemic index that we you know have been taught, you know, he, this is what it is for bread, this is what it is for potatoes, that's really an average. And they found that every person like some people had like a huge response to bread where some people had like none like zero response to it with their their blood glucose, wild swings. Anyway, it's fascinating, fascinating research. So look up that video. You will like it. Jin, one of the, re, uh, one of the things I did, uh, for, I'm, I wrote an art, uh, article about already about CGM, and I'm writing another one, and I did a little experiment with oatmeal. Uh-huh. And it rose my glucose up to 220, from 80 to 220. Oh, wow. So oatmeal is not a good food for you. <laughs> oatmeal is not a good food for me. And that, But that's how you know. And so see, you know. this is the beauty of it. You don't say oatmeal is a bad food for all human people. You recognize that it's not a good food for you, but someone else might have a very slight response to it. Exactly. You only know if, you, if you've tested it. A lot of it has to do with what is living in your gut. So who who do you use, use to do your gut testing, your microbiome testing? I do Genoa for gut testing. I do their full panel. Then I do a Viome. V-I-O-M-E? V-I-O-M-E, yep. Yeah, I've heard of them. I just didn't know if they were good. Okay. They're actually good. I like them a lot because they, I like their dashboard. You know, I do um, Genoa because it's, I could do a three-day sample with Genoa. So I, I do that with them. Okay. It's been a long time since I've had my gut microbiome tested. It was when I was writing my second book, Feast Without Fear. And that was when I was really learning about all of that. And I had mine done with the American Gut Project. But really, there weren't a lot of places. I mean, that, you know, those are hard scientific researchers, the American Gut Project. I I would be interested to see how things have changed because, you know, things do change. Yeah, 100%. I think we all should do it like, the uh, Genoa diagnostic, like the GI effect, that's a comprehensive two panel, like a three day and a one day. Everybody should do like if some if you feel like there's something going on, bloating, irritated, maybe do the three day comprehensive right. panel. If if you feel like hey, I just want to do my annual, just do the single one. Then on top of that, I will do the Wyom because okay. Wyom really breaks down to like hey, look, you're good with six almonds, but not with two Brazil nuts, kind of like that. Right. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that you you give that a good a thumbs up because people are always asking and I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know who's good. So I'm going to consider getting that done then again. I think it's time just because it's fascinating, fascinating stuff and just to see how your body changes over time. And, you know, when I had it done before, I got a really good result. Like my my bi- microbiome was very healthy, and it was the kind that you know that likes a lot of plant material, and so that was that was good. But I know that I feel better when I eat a lot of plant food. See, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, how are you feeling? You know, that's the key. When you get up in the morning, do you gotta have a gallon of coffee? 
to move or at night do you need to drink 10 milligrams of melatonin to shut it down like how are you feeling how's your energy level how's your skin how's your memory like those are the dashboards with every diet and every intermittent fasting like we should be able to say we should literally should be able to have our, our dashboard tell us how did you sleep how was your nutrition how was your mindfulness and how was your movement by our skin our nails our hair our memory and our energy level and you know you you can tell over time if you're feeling better and better over time that's a good sign because our body has all these feedback mechanisms in place if we just listen to them absolutely listen and look look how you're like if you have pimples, if you have rashes, if you're getting sick, like knock on wood, like I never get sick, like I never not have energy, like I sleep really good, my sleep score is really good. So because I do the little things, that gives me 99%. Like people like always come and say, so I do the um, labs for our players, so I do like do supplements. They're like, hey, why can I take this supplement? What's your best supplement? I'm like, you know what? My best supplement is really for you honestly sleep for you maybe <laughs> yeah. getting a pair of blue light glasses maybe for you stop eating that second bag of chip for you stop drinking that second cup of coffee at four o'clock you know like everybody has kind of like holes so we should like cross the t's and dot the i's we all face stress in our daily lives what if the answer to a better stress response is in one key nutrient i'm talking about magnesium and specifically magnesium breakthrough by by optimizers this one-of-a-kind product is designed to reverse low levels of magnesium which could have a positive effect on our stress response but don't take my word for it here's a quote from a 2020 issue of the scientific journal nutrients Results suggest that stress could increase magnesium loss, causing a deficiency. And, in turn, magnesium deficiency could enhance the body's susceptibility to stress, resulting in a magnesium and stress vicious circle. I only recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by by Optimizers. It's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium for stress resilience and better sleep. Simply go to bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code ifstories10 to get your magnesium breakthrough and find out this month's gift with purchase. That's bioptimizers.com slash ifstories promo code ifstories10. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know what a fan I am of Dr. Tim Spector and the work he's doing with Zoe. I was first introduced to his work in 2015, and I've been following his research ever since. What I love most about the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast is that they have weekly interviews with world-leading experts who explain how their latest research can benefit your health. Recently, I was thrilled to finally meet him face-to-face as we recorded an episode for the Zoe Science and Nutrition podcast, and this episode aired on on April 11th. We had a chance to talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study, and I had the opportunity to explain the clean fast to Jonathan, which may explain why he didn't enjoy his prior experiences with fasting. Search for Zoe Science and Nutrition on your podcast player or on YouTube to hear the latest episode, and don't forget to look for the April 11th episode to hear me, Tim, and Jonathan talk about the world's biggest intermittent fasting study. I love that. Now, that that brings me back to teaching. You know, when I taught, there was a big buzzword that was huge, differentiation. And it's the whole idea that every kid needs something different. You know, this kid needs to learn this way. This kid needs this type of activity. But I love how you're using that with your players, your basketball players. You're like, okay, you need better sleep and you need... (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think all of us need something different. Like, for me, I could come and say, 
what I need to do is just simmer down when I'm taking a shower, like simmer down. And so I honestly meditate now like red light. I just kind of find myself, ground myself in through the nose, out through the mouth at peace, like bam, easy. So you, you've got a juve. Yep. I got a juve. I love it. To be honest with you, I pretty much have every single biohacking tool if you want to ever talk about from work, from cryo chamber to hyperbaric chamber to juve to infrared sauna. So like literally everything. Well, see, you you and Melanie Avalon could have a great conversation. She's love it. Love it. <laughs> you love know, she's it. she was just talking to me the other day about some kind of sauna. We were talking on the phone about something with the podcast. She's like talking about some kind of sauna and she's like, You gotta get one. I'm like, All right, we'll see. <laughs> I'll probably have one next year because that's how Melanie works on me. Like she'll uh, say, Red light therapy, I'm like, Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then after she's talked about it for like six months, I'm like, Okay, okay, what? Really tell me and then then I've got one before. I know it. So that's awesome. That's always how it works. So yeah, I've got a juve. (laughs) So for anybody who doesn't listen to intermittent fasting podcast, doesn't know what a juve is. Naveen, tell people about red light therapy, which is what the juve device is. So red red light therapy is the easiest way to say is that it's literally feeding the cell itself, cell mitochondria, getting deep into the cellular level, just have every healing benefits for every part of the body, including your testosterone. So I tell all our guys like, hey, look, that's one of the best things for testosterone level is the juve. Oh, I did not, not only, know that. Yeah, not I did only not healing. know yeah, that. Absolutely. So it's just an easy buy-in. Well, you know, I've got a husband who's almost 50, so he might like to hear that about the juve. I, will I think he will definitely see a difference. <laughs> I will, I will I think let he will him definitely know. See it. Yes, please tell him I said that. Okay, I'll say, all right, Naveen has given you your supplement is going to be the juve. There you go. (laughs) But I love how when you were talking about, you know, the idea of, quote, supplements, you actually just started naming real things like sleep and mindfulness. And instead of always thinking there needs to be like a pill or something. I think we like all of us want something like intangible to put in our mouth or rub it. But that, that those are like. 5%, 5%, maybe 10% max. I'll kind of say that those are one percenters. But if you walk on the ground for 20 minutes, that's a hundred percenter. You know, if you do intermittent fasting, that's a hundred percenter. You'll stop eating that orange juice and the fifth plate, fifth cup of coffee. That those are hundred percenter. If you meditate, mindfulness, that's a hundred percent. So we could do so much that's free. We don't have to pay for anything. I love it because really everything you just said is free. Yeah, intermittent fasting is free. Walking on the earth is free. Meditation is free. And those are the things that are going to have the biggest impact. Like I can remember back in the day when I was always looking for that magic supplement that you could take because that's how they sell them to us. They're like, if you take this, you will you know, lose all the weight you want to lose and you'll look like this. You know, and, and so I would buy the magic supplement and I would take it for a while. And it never did anything for me, but I, I felt like the answer was in a bottle and it wasn't. I think that's what we get from our physicians, right? Like, so physicians yeah. don't know any better. Like they're, these stuff, they're not taught this stuff in school. Like they're not really taught sleeping, nutrition, mindfulness, and correct moment. They're not taught. They're taught if somebody comes in, write a script and give these pills and then tell them to kind of like stay at home where we can give them pills and we don't want them to get pills because we just talked about the gut health. That's just like killing the trees down there. Like that's our ecosystem. We are really killing with the pills. So we know better, like we don't need that stuff. So we kind of do stuff that we could 
prevent from us having to take the pills. Right. I completely agree with that. So also Hippocrates said it, you know, how many thousands of years ago, let your your medicine be your food. 100%. I have that written on my uh, office wall. I love it. Like it's, <laughs> so, it's literally, let your food be the medicine. Yeah, yeah. Like, come That's, on, guys. I said it opposite, didn't it? I said it wrong. No, you I said it right. Oh, did so I say like, it right? Okay. Yeah, I tell, I tell our guys, like I tell everybody that I come across, like, look, we make about 50,000 cancer cells a day. We could kill it or we could feed it. What do you want to do? You know, oh, we, wow. like, like these young athletes that I work with, like all they want to do is like, they don't know any better. You know what I mean? Fast food, convenience, sugar food, like that's the dopamine response. That's, you know, like you said in one of your podcasts, that's the crack cocaine. So that's why we are yeah. addicted. We are constantly addicted. We are craving, craving, craving because that's what they made it. That's why fast food are so cheap. And that's why every single country could go there and they taste the same because it's chemicals like so that you will buy it. And when you start fasting and you give yourself that rest every day from eating, your your body starts to ask for better food over time. And you know, I used to be a huge fast food eater, even you know, in my 40s before my body changed. And it was thanks to intermittent fasting. Everyone's heard me talk about that before, but I didn't do it on purpose. It just naturally happened. And then you realize the other stuff loses its appeal, and then you can't really believe that it did. But you said you like to eat head to tail. You said you don't do grain, you don't do sugar, but other than that, is you just eat everything else? Yeah, like um, I don't drink at all, no type of alcohol. I do drink a Four Sigmatic cup of coffee uh, with lion's mane. That's about it, just really clean, super clean, extremely real food. clean. Yeah, 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 real food, absolutely. Real food, nothing out of a bag. Other than uh, sardine cans. People really worry that if they're doing intermittent fasting, and you know, you said you do 18 to 21 hours fasted pretty much every day, people worry, you know, well, how can I get all the nutrition that I need in a three to six hour eating window? What would you say to someone who asked that? I think that's a great question. Wow, that's just a really great question. I think I my meals are very um, calorie dense. You know, so I do pretty much like I was telling you, CrossFit. I do faster, like half marathons, faster basketball games. Every time I play, is faster. Not soccer games, faster. So easily, I burn. So I burn probably like thousand calories all the time, every day, pretty much. And I am six one, one fifty, about three percent body fat on in body. So like very lean. Like I, I am probably a fat adapted, but right. I don't really do so much added fat it's just animal fat or like fat as in avocado nuts coconut oil things like that so to answer your question it's very caloric dense and i i'm easily getting it because so another thing i constantly check my fat mass and my muscle mass because we have our in body for at the there for the team you have that right there yeah so i get to check it i get to see that's if fun my, Exactly. So I'm constantly biohacking myself every day. You know, I get to see, is is this diet working? So sometimes I go like, oh, I want to be pescatarian for this week. Only pescatarian. Then I'm like, hey, this week I want to be whole 30. Only whole 30. This week I want to be paleo. This week I want to be carnivore. This week I want to be vegan. So I kind of check around and to see what works. And like just to mess around with my head, my body, just something to do. Then I constantly check on the in-body where I get to see my fat mass and my muscle mass to see how they're coming down, going up, staying same. Oh, so you're really, I mean, when you say that you're biohacking, this is like literally the definition of biohacking because 
you're doing something, but you're measuring it. You're not just doing it and seeing what you are literally measuring everything constantly. That is everything constantly yeah. from how many breaths come out of my mouth to how much I weigh to how much I sleep to my de- like literally you, you, I could tell you pretty much close to 25 things every day that I, I check. Yeah. Well, it really, you know, I, I didn't realize how much, you know, your, your breaths per minute and your sleep and, and all of that were affected until I started tracking that with my, my sleep number bed and, and just even how much you toss and turn. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it, it shows, you know, how restless you are during your sleep. And so I can be like, ooh, I slept like a rock. I didn't budge. And then I can think, well, wonder why that was. And so having that data is so important. So you really have inspired me to get a continuous blood glucose monitor on. Got to, got to. Figure out how to get that. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Totally worth it. And also I'm fascinated by the aura ring. I have a friend that has one. And she talks about how it'll like say, it like makes a recommendation like today you need to take it easy. Yeah, you could kind of say that it just gives you a readiness score. So say if you didn't sleep well, it's going to give you a readiness score like say say 60. Then you know, hey, you know what? I just came home 4 o'clock from a game. Today's going to be a yoga day, just only grounding. Maybe I'll go for a three-mile walk instead of, you know, going for a 90-minute soccer game. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, that's she's talked about that kind of thing. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. So how do you encourage the players with intermittent fasting? Do you have players that are fasting? And Again, it's uh, such a great question. It's all... It's more than anything else, just teaching them, just like what you said, you know, teaching the elementary students because they never came across anything. You know, everyone's always telling them, look, you have to eat six meals throughout the day. As soon as you get up in the morning, the breakfast is the most important meal. I wrote an article about like that was such a like a big thing that was nagging in my head last year. I wrote an article about like is breakfast really important? You know, right. you know, you ask them, hey, oh, breakfast is so important. What did you eat for breakfast? They're like, I had a Pop-Tarts, cereal, <laughs> like, uh, wow. So that's really breakfast. And that's what you get up and craving. That, yeah, that doesn't like drag your energy down in the middle of the practice and middle of the game. So right. like, it's just teaching them. I'm like, so you know what? Maybe let's try a cup of coffee or like an, like not an, like a healthier version of energy, energy. Right. And maybe not eat the donut and the fruit tarts and the pop tarts. And let's see if you could get through practice. So some people are like, yeah, it's just such a, a mental block more than anything else. So when the kids are getting older, when they're in the second contract, they understand and now they do it. 
Okay, so then you know they come to you when when they first come to you. They're what, what like very early twenties. Yeah, the new ones. they you know like some people are right out of college. Yeah, uh, or played you know coming from overseas or they're like some of them are like twenty years old. So right, it's very hard for them to kind of even understand not eating. You know. Well, I get it. I have a 20-year-old son, and I have a 22-year-old son. And so, yeah, the 20-year-old is just figuring all of it out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's he's just trying to figure it out. And they just really, they just don't know. Just don't understand, don't know. I think it's, you know what, what the great thing is, like, people who get the intermittent fasting... Like we talked about, not only it's a body thing, but a mind spiritual thing. So you got to kind of let them grow into that. Right. And be ready for it. Yeah. Because if you force them, it's like forcing up on a religion. Like they are all of a sudden fighting inside. They might not get good sleep. They might not recover well. Speaking about aura, they might not have good HRE. Like, so now you're causing a cascade inside. Now you're causing an inflammatory response inside, you know, toxic environment. Right. So instead, they have to be peaceful about whatever change that they're exactly. making. Exactly, it's trial That's and error. So important. Exactly, absolutely. And you shouldn't have to force it. Like you know, um, in my Facebook support groups, we'll see a lot of people coming in with you know decades of baggage related to you know emotions about food and eating and dieting, and people will will get so upset. They'll like say, "Oh, I overate today, so I'm going to do a three day fast." to make up for that. We're like, no, <laughs> that's not the right mindset to have. You know, instead, nourish your body and Absolutely. just follow your normal fasting routine and eat foods that you love that make you feel good and you don't have to over-respond to something. Yeah, 100%. Jen, that's, you know, kind of like a car. You know, you could, it's just a gas. Sometimes you put gas and you drive 500 miles, you don't need anything because you're in a highway. Sometimes you put gas, some, you could only drive 300 miles because stop and go, stop and go. So just kind of pay attention, put the gas, drive safely, take care of it because you only have one car. Don't mess it up. Don't scratch it. Don't dent it. So that's kind of like I'm always going back to the car analogy like, hey, and always kind of telling them. So I did a um, a one-day fast and a lot of the guys, like uh, the covert, you know, a lot of guys like, hey, I can't try. I'm like, give it a try. Let's see how, how long you can go, you know? Right. So it's just very interesting. And, you know, if you're new to fasting, for some of these guys, especially if they'd never fasted before, I bet that it was, you know, at first it could be a challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a question for you. You don't do 24-hour fast, right? I do sometimes. It just depends if I'm really busy. I like to eat every day. You know, I'm at, at the point where I'm not trying to lose weight and I'm just in my routine. I like to make a delicious dinner every night. But right now, let me think. It's We're recording this. It's all By the time we're done, it'll be after, you know, 5 p.m. Um, and I haven't eaten yet because I never break my fast before recording an interview. I always really? like to stay. Oh, yeah. I like to stay in the fasted state because I'm more clear. If I had already yeah, eaten, you know I'd be like yeah. <laughs> draggy. But yeah, so I'm still in the fasted state. But I think I closed my window last night probably around 7 I'm just thinking. And so I will, by the time I open my window, it'll be after five. I'll be at about the, what is that, 23, 22-hour mark, 22-hour mark. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so 22 hours. So That's awesome. I usually open my window around four these days. That's what I've been doing recently because I noticed I had had a little window creep just because, (laughs) you know, with the whole stress of the the pandemic and being, you know, my husband is now at home and he's like, let's have cocktails, you know, Uh, so I was making making a drink for us. And I'm like, no, it's time to 
So I've been pushing my window to till about four o'clock, and it just feels so good to wait till then. And um, how often do you do like do you do like a twenty four hour fast like? Purpose twenty four hour pass uh, like no. once a month or a certain Mm-mm. time. No? I, I okay. don't. It, I haven't. No, I, I don't ever schedule one on purpose. It's just a matter of if the timing works out. And I haven't done a fast that spanned two overnight periods since twenty sixteen. I haven't done a fast longer than maybe twenty five, twenty six hours, twenty seven maybe. I haven't fasted like thirty six or anything like that since twenty sixteen. I have eaten every day since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I have not skipped an entire. I mean, I might have gone 25 hours, but I still ate every day that I was awake. Uh, oh, that's awesome! Very cool. I just like it. <laughs> I like to eat every day, but you know, if I needed to, if I had something going on, and you know, a health condition that I was trying to work on, or you know, things could change. I'm going through menopause right now because I'm 50. By the time this podcast comes out, I'll be 51. Happy and birthday. So, Thank you. My birthday's in July. You know, it's possible that I might need to do, you know, something different, alternate day fasting or have a longer fast here and there. If I were diagnosed with with cancer, I would find an oncology team that was versed in using, you know, fasting and chemotherapy, for example. That would be very important to me. Yeah. You know, I would I would do it with a team, but I wouldn't just go rogue and <laughs> try right. to treat myself. But hopefully fasting will keep me from ever having exactly absolutely the the goal is preventing it right i want to be absolutely 100 percent. yeah i want to be 100 years old and super healthy 100 percent. i mean people always ask me it's like hey you're doing these all this thing why i'm like you know what it's because the time that i live in this earth like i don't know when i'm gonna go i might go tomorrow but i know that today i had fun i enjoyed it and i was healthy and but more than healthy i was like no pain, great energy, live the best life, like right. live my best life without anything, without any drugs, no cocaine, no, like nothing, you know? So I think now that's, how old the, that's are you? my goal. Uh, 43. 43. Okay. I wasn't sure. So, you know, it's unusual for those of us in our 40s and 50s to not be taking a bunch of medications. Exactly. I mean, what, 70% in Americans are taking uh, prescription medicine? That's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I was obese. I admit that. It's a harsh word to say. But when I was when I was obese, when I weighed 210 pounds, I had to have some female surgery one summer. And I, I wasn't taking any medicine. So even though I you know, I was obese, I wasn't on any medication yet. Although I'm pretty sure I was going to go down that road if I hadn't gotten it together. But I remember all the healthcare workers they, I was, what was I, 44 at the time. They were all like, you're not taking any prescriptions? I'm like, nope. And like, they kept asking me, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I want to not have to take medication. I want my body to be healthy. I want to be, you know, the old lady who's 100 years old and, you know, still driving my car and living life to my fullest. With, with medicine, it just has, it has five good things but at the same time 25 side effects like you look at like if you read the labels like oh be careful of this 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 like 100 things this is unbelievable yep and you know i know there is a place for medication so Absolutely. don't get me wrong people who are Absolutely. listening don't get yep. i'm not saying never take medicine Very you know, there true. are definitely definitely times that medication is indicated but the goal is to not need it if possible Hundred percent, couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely, I think if you do those little things, then you're gonna see like you don't need anything. You won't be going to the doctor because you're feeling so amazingly well. 
And our bodies can fight off illness so very well. You know, I haven't had to go to the doctor for illness since 2015. Yeah. And I would say intermittent fasting is a huge way of fighting off illness, a huge way of getting your immune system stronger. Absolutely. I've been sick. You know, don't get me wrong. I've gotten sick since starting intermittent fasting. But the years prior to intermittent fasting, you know, I would go into the doctor's office two and three times during the school year for infections. Like I would have an ear infection or a sinus infection or I would have strep throat. And so every season I would go get my antibiotic or go get my whatever. But since living the intermittent fasting lifestyles, you know, that I really committed to it in 2014, since then, that one time I went to the doctor in 2015, I actually had the flu. I, I didn't know it was the flu. I, I didn't feel bad enough for it to be the flu. But ever since then, I haven't had to go. No more antibiotics, no more anything. And so that's just the miracle of it because I got sick a lot and now I don't. Because you your body is like in that great, amazing health. I think it's just, yes, intermittent fasting, but all of a sudden we becoming this, we, we get into this lifestyle of like, you know what, I'm on this, now I want to start eating healthy. So it's just like a cascade of great events that start happening because of the intermittent fasting. Exactly. And then you just feel so good in your body and you want to be strong and you want to move your body throughout the day in a way that feels powerful. Absolutely. So you don't want to start putting poison in your gas tank. You know what I mean? Exactly. You don't so that, I think that's the whole thing. So it's just such a good event. You talked about the, the blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. Talk about those a little bit. I'm I'm actually waiting for a shipment of those that are coming to me that Melanie had <laughs> had sent to me. Talk about the blue light blocking. I haven't been using them yet, full disclosure, but I'm about to. So tell me about the blue blocking. So you know uh, we have so much toxicity in our in our house in our work from day to day, from mold to sound, and one of the biggest toxicities is light. So this daytime lights, you know. Like, especially at work, like we have it so bright, it creates like a daytime atmosphere. Then the body doesn't know how to really produce right. melatonin. So what we do when we get home, we really barely have any lights on. We're trying to turn the computer computer down before we go to sleep. Then say we do have to get on the computer, we put on the uh, blue light blocking glasses to minimize the light. So the body doesn't think it's still daytime. The body will start producing melatonin so you could start rest, digest, and go to sleep. It's not on that fight or flight. Right. Do you use Blue Blocks, that brand? It's in my bedroom. I don't know what the brand not is sure. because these are like four years old. Okay. It's been, yeah, pretty old actually. We're going to be talking to, to one of the people from Blue Blocks in a few weeks. That's why I was just wondering if that was the kind that you use. You know, of course, Melanie's obsessed with them, as I'm sure you're not surprised to hear. Uh-huh. But she promises it will change my life. So I'm like, all right, you're yeah, sending them to me. A must. I'm going to try. People watch TV and anything. Yeah, for sure. Well, I do. And I have so much screen time. And that, you know, I've shared on the podcast that I've, I've struggled with sleep. So I wonder if it could really be related to how much screen time I have because as my Facebook groups have grown, you know, we have 350,000 combined wow, members. that's amazing. It's a, it, well, it takes a lot of work and I've got a wonderful moderator team, but it takes a lot of my time. So I'm always looking at my screen. So it's time yeah. to take I mean, seriously uh, that that could be making a difference for me in a bad way. Jen, to be honest with you, like it's it's definitely take a toll on you because if you are, if you could check on Aura too, like say if you uh, eat late, eat close to bedtime and you wash, wash with some blue light blocking, blue glasses. I mean, uh, if you get light on your eye, like how much havoc it causes on your sleep. 
Okay. Well, I'm now really excited for this then. I'm glad that you were talking about it today because I've... Yeah, for sure. I'm excited and, to get uh, Maybe them. you need to, just like, say if you're on the computer a lot, I would even recommend daytime um, light blocking glasses. So it's just like a clear glass. True Dark has it, and that's minimized the light that comes to you that you're going to wear during the daytime. All right. Well, that's good Good to know. I'll, I will definitely keep that in mind. We are really coming down to the end here. But before I ask my standard question, is there anything biohacking that we haven't talked about yet that you think is a, a big one people need to hear? Man, top of my head, uh, <laughs> let's see. Just the biohacking, just make sure before you do the biohacking, before you go and get the jaw of light and spend you know X amount of dollars, dial in the four things that you could control, you know, the sleep, nutrition, mindfulness, and correct moments. Good. So get that dialed in first, yeah, the free stuff. It, it free stuff, because if you're only getting four hours of sleep, I don't know how much Jewel could do. Right, you know, good Jewel point. and everything else will give you that 5 to 10% to get you an A, but you got to be an A plus, A student already, so you could get the A plus with the pills, the supplement, or the Jewel light, or whatever, the glasses. But you got to dial in. So I think that's my message to everybody. Well, that's fabulous. Control what you can control. Sleep, nutrition, mindfulness, and movement. The four things that cost nothing. Well, I mean, obviously, you pay for food, but you know what I mean. You're going to be eating anyway. Make it count. So, all right. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting? Starting with somebody, do it like dinner to morning. I think that's my suggestion. Like, or like seven o'clock too, because you already going to be sleeping. So you already right. getting a good number, about a number of hours and say in the morning you do like crave for breakfast, maybe drink some water or black coffee or black tea or go for a walk or do a little exercise. And you will see that you might not be hungry. It's just such a pattern. It's such a bad habit that if you have gotten into, just like a bad habit, we could change it to a good habit by just kind of pushing that because it has too many health benefits, good health benefit, not to try it or not to do it. So keep at it. Keep trying. It's, it's nothing wrong if you could only do 12 hours or 14 hours or 16 hours. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe that's your perfect time, but keep at it. It's a skill that you'll get really good at. Exactly. You know, start small, build up that fasting muscle. You know, kids don't walk out on the basketball court the first time and they're, you know, playing for the wizards, right? Exactly. <laughs> you got to build 100%. it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I have really enjoyed talking to you today and I think that our listeners will too. And it's a different kind of a spin on things, but I've got some biohacking things I'm excited to try. Thank you, Jen. It was my pleasure. Great talking to you. Thank you for being so easy to talk to. And thank you for putting so amazingly great content. Like I'm definitely going to share with you information that I got from your show notes on the Intermittent Past Fasting podcast and great stories that I got from your podcast and your great book. Thank you. And check out Melanie's Biohacking podcast because she's had some pretty amazing guests on there. I think you would like it. The Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Awesome. For sure. For sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Talk to you soon. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. 
So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast.